to the J. Kim Show, Hong Kong's first dedicated podcast on investing in Asia. Join us as we survey the land and discover the greatest companies and most profitable investment opportunities in Asia. If this is your first time listening, thank you for stopping by. This podcast is produced every week with the goal of providing actionable insights to you, the listener, with every single episode. And now, on to the show. This week's show guest is Anurag Avula, co-founder and CEO of Shopmatic. Shopmatic is a plug-and-play solution for bringing companies online. It's an e-commerce platform that provides you all you need to sell online or on social media or in person. Anurag is the man behind Shopmatic. He's previously worked in payments and banking. He's held senior roles in Standard Chartered Bank, NCR, and MasterCard, and was most recently senior director for merchant sales strategy and operations at PayPal Asia Pacific. This is where he met his co-founders of Shopmatic. Anurag, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jay. Uh, good to be here. Yeah, so uh, you know, I, I kind of glossed over your background. You obviously are, are, are well-credentialed and have a lot of experience, but maybe just for a little bit more color for our audience, you could give us a little bit of your background, where you're from, you know, sort of what you, uh, maybe what you studied and, uh, and what you let, led you down this path of uh, eventual entrepreneurship. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. And, I, and I'll, I'll cover a little bit of my background as well, both from my work as well as a more behavioral side of uh, elements that will probably give a better color mm-hmm. about why Shopmatic came into being, uh, in effect. Um, so essentially, uh, as you rightly pointed out, my last role was at PayPal, and our, my, I was tasked to look after the merchant services uh, portfolio and building the PayPal franchise across the Asia-Pacific region. And that was when, when things came, got a lot very interesting for us as we were engaging with customers, engaging with customers uh, all across uh, the different markets and emerging markets wherein we found them not having the entire tools and capability for them to be able to take their business online. So PayPal supported payments as one element of it, but then there was a whole other side of uh, online e-commerce that, uh, you know, it was not very easily accessible, or if, even if it was, it was at a much higher cost that they were not willing to pay. So essentially, that was where the idea uh, came about for us from a, from a Shopmatic standpoint. But prior to that, I've been, I've essentially, most of my roles and experience has been in the emerging market space, be it India, um, Asia, Africa, or the Middle East for that matter. And uh, that, along with the fact that of the understanding of PayPal or, uh, and the e-commerce space, made it clear that there is a huge opportunity for us to be able to leverage some of those capabilities uh, and provide solutions for customers in that in those geographies. So that's the that's the background in terms of how the whole idea of Shopmatic uh, came about. And right. uh, we found you know three areas. If I were to just touch upon three areas that we we considered while building the platform, one was um, the access uh, of or understanding of people on technology, and we removed that entirely from the from the ecosystem in terms of being able to support uh, those capabilities that customers might want. The second was transparency in terms of pricing. We just wanted to make it very, very clear that people got what they see is what they got. And finally, mm-hmm. the last last bit was in terms of hand-holding and, taking and, and supporting the customers through their life cycle. So we have a team of e-commerce consultants that essentially are tasked to building and making our customers become successful. And that's the whole, whole idea of where uh, Shopmatic came about. Got it. Well, you've obviously have vast experience, uh, you know, a- across multiple countries um, and within e-commerce. 
I'm curious, and I like to ask uh, all entrepreneurs this, and um, you know, someone that's for, from someone that has come from you know uh, a sort of a t- more traditional corporate background. Um, I mean, PayPal, I guess you can call it more of a tech, but I mean, it's a very, it's a very well-established company at this point. Um, so, for you to break out from from uh, from that and basically do uh, after after many years to basically take the leap and and become an entrepreneur and do your own startup, you know what was that process like and what was was there a catalyst or a certain pain point that made you take the leap? Well, uh, uh, there's always been that itch in, in in me to be able to look at you know you know making a difference or trying to make a difference in terms of what. Not saying that PayPal didn't make a difference. But you were making a difference under the cover and the umbrella of a larger enterprise, and right. uh, essentially, when when during, I mean, PayPal was a great learning experience uh, for us, for the three co-founders. In, in fact, for us to be able to understand and get deeper into the ecosystem of of online commerce, um, and essentially, again, if I go back to my primary one of the previous points that I was I was suggesting, wherein the uh, markets that we were operating in provided a wonderful ecosystem, wherein there is a, such a such a huge uh, phenomenon of people wanting to you know do something with their lives, become entrepreneurs, try and create something of their own, and be able to take it and become successful at that. Uh, and there wasn't a supporting ecosystem that was allowing that for, as I call them, uh, emerging customers or new to e-commerce customers. And there wasn't that ecosystem that was providing uh, a platform for people to be able to do that, be it a, a, a homemaker who is making wonderful earrings sitting at her home in Singapore or someone designing fashion clothes in India or uh, a lady who is or, or a, a crab sales guy selling wonderful uh, crab in Hong Kong. Right. Uh, so right. based on each of those guys, everyone wants the ability to be able to make that happen, but not worry so much about, you know, technology and we make it become uh, technology becomes agnostic to people so that was one of the big big elements for us but also the fact that and the three co-founders all three of us were very clear that if we had to do something it would really happen together and essentially we're i mean in terms of age i have a lot of gray hair right now and (laughs) making that jump was absolutely uh thought through in many ways. It was not impulsive. We woke up one day in the morning and said, let's go and do something. Idea sure. was that we knew that there was a significant opportunity. The, the fact that we wanted to build a sustainable business. And at the end of the day, we wanted to make a meaningful difference to a small business or an individual entrepreneur or an SME and really make it count. Uh, and so that so for us today, we have big partnerships with you know, HDFC Bank or Singtel in Singapore. But the biggest thing for us that really, really warms, warms our hearts is that one lady who is sitting in Hyderabad in India saying that I became successful because of you guys and what you made, made, that, made, made it happen for us. And to me, there is no better feeling than when a customer you know, writes to you and tells you some things of that sort. So, right. so while, it was a, it was a, uh, while it was a thought through, I would say that you obviously don't see all the elements that that are going to come and hit you or, or, or make life interesting for you. But at the end of the day, you know, the courage of our partners, the fact that we're all working together for a common purpose, a brilliant team, allows us that ability to say, you know, I think we made the right call. Absolutely. And I think that, so you, you, you raised a couple very key points here that I think that, you know, a lot of people that might be, have that entrepreneurial itch uh, have considered in the past, but it's very important to, 
um, to, you know, I mean, look, entrepreneurship is, is quite, uh, you know, it's, it's quite like a sought after and, and, and sort of glamorized and, and this sort of thing. But, you know, it, it is a very difficult decision. You have to be smart about it. You can't just be like, I want to be a, a startup founder and one day and jump out of bed <laughs> and do it. And I think that, you know, uh, the other important thing that you touched upon is that, um, you know, while money is important in this world and in our lives, there, uh, there has to be a greater sort of purpose to what you're doing. And, and if there isn't, I think that you can't get through those failures and those, do- those, those difficult dark days and those pivots and, and all this sort of thing. Because if your only motivation is, is sort of money and, and getting rich, um, then you, you, you'll, you'll, you'll just give up and try something else or, you know, you won't be able to pull yourself through that. But where, when you actually have that sort of big vision, uh, North Star vision of, you know, helping entrepreneurs or, or whatever it might be, I think that that's uh, that's crucial to um, to any startup success. So, did you guys uh, launch in India or first, or was it Singapore? We actually launched in India first, and I think that stemmed from a lot of. Um, uh, I mean, similar to the point that you just raised, I think for us, we felt that the biggest purpose would get served in a market like India with uh, with the opportunities there, and also to couple the fact that India is not an easy market. I'm not saying any market is easy, but India is a lot more uh, harder than other markets that you would have, considering uh, the access or the understanding of e-commerce, technology, data infrastructure, and things like that. It was a lot more harder. And hence, we took the approach that we will, if we were to get India right, then the rest of the markets become a lot more easier for us to to work with. So we launched in India in January 2016, uh, and then followed that up with Singapore and Hong Kong. Uh, about six months after um, and, and and that I think played out well for us as well because I think we really were able to nail down the simplicity and ease of use and some of the, the key value props that we were to bring were able to bring to our uh, customers yeah I, I, I mean so yeah I mean you we'll, we'll probably need a separate podcast episode to discuss India as a, <laughs> as a market because it is so nuanced and you know I mean we all anyone that's been sort of following the startup scene we've, we saw the sort of gold rush of investors go in in what 2014 2015 yeah. and, and then most of them just kind of pulled out or failed or, or there were significant down rounds in their investments and, and or, or, or closed sh- shut down investments so it's very nuanced it's very difficult and so i think you guys did the right thing um you know tackled perhaps the hardest market first and then roll out subsequently uh i want to just dig into the actual uh the the meat and bones of your of your company so shopmatic um you you your aim is to basically uh facilitate uh you know small small smes or small business owners to to get online and, and basically get their their shop running i mean that's my understanding how does shopmatic differ from say a shopify or you know i don't know if you heard of shop line i think uh, yes, it's hong kong based, yes yeah hong kong taiwan so mm-hmm. how do you guys differentiate yourself from, from from these other sort of competitors so i think uh, i'll probably try and tackle that on two different angles one is uh, from a Overall value proposition standpoint, our essence was very clear that we wanted to provide the entire ecosystem for anyone wanting to sell online. So right from obviously creating your storefronts to having a payment gateway or a logistics provider shipping uh, integrated within the platform, but also the ability to sell across multiple marketplaces, be it Amazon or eBay or, or Lazada or Zalora or Q10 or any of the other local marketplaces that you might have in different countries that we, we operate in. So in effect, <clears throat> making sure that people had one single platform 
to be able to sell on their own store as well as on on multiple channels and also on social uh, social channels, social media channels as well. So you can create a Facebook store, Instagram, and what have you, and you're able to uh, create the entire ecosystem for being able to to sell online. That is at one level. At the other level, the ability for us to provide, considering the target audience that we we are working with, the ability for us to provide education, handholding, and the ability to really build a business along with our customers was the, was is the key differentiations in terms of what we what we provide at a technology level i mean things can always you know be be equalized but essentially the way we approached it is to take take the approach of making sure that we had the entire ecosystem and we were handholding a customer through the entire process so for instance if you were to sign up with shopmatic and you you get assigned to anurag then anurag is your guy to go to for just about everything, right from building it, for you to be able to understand what SEO uh, is and how to use Google AdWords or Facebook Pixel and any of that stuff, your call will always return back to Anurag for him to be able to understand you better, understand your planning and then your business plan, then make you successful at that. So in effect, that's how we bring, we round it off and bring the holistic solution uh, to our customer. That's pretty uh, comprehensive. Um, I I I I want to talk about you know. Okay, so I mean, I'm just I, I literally I just pulled up your website. I mean, there's a tagline that says uh, "Set up your e-commerce store on your phone in two minutes," which is pretty incredible. So what? L- let's walk through the actual uh, customer experience. So let's say you know I'm Jay Kim. I I, I want to start a, um, a a shoe store online, like, and I come to Shopmatic because I I heard about your solution and I and I want to try it out. Uh, versus someone else. So what is the actual user experience like? So before we get down that path, I'll, 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 we have actually two products. Uh, one mm-hmm. is Shopmatic Go, which is a mobile app where you can download right. it and set up your store in less than two minutes. Um, that allows you to just build a storefront and has, has a payment gateway uh, included within that, within that package and then absolutely free for a customer to use. So you can come in, you can set it up, and you're ready to start selling. Uh, that said, it doesn't, have, doesn't come with the entire full stack solution which is the solution right. that I'll talk to you about for your shoe store. Okay. So, uh, which is called Shopmatic Pro. So, in effect, if you come in, you've heard about it about us from a, from your friend. You come in, you say, "I want to get a free trial." You're taken to a, a selection of seventy uh, odd templates based on your category of uh, of business that you're in. So, you could choose uh, because you're selling shoes. Let's let's pick a, ca- a template from fashion and accessories. You have five or six templates that you could you could select you could preview it you could determine which one appeals to you the best or uh, reflects your uh, your brand or your uh, your product at at the best that said a template is a template so you could change the images and every single merchant's site looks different because it's their picture their content and it is your picture your content that would go on it and it's essentially your story and that's what we we propagate that it's your story once you Select your template, you, uh, you sign up, you uh, email ID and password, and then we'll collect some business information from you, your address and your telephone number, and that's about it. And then once you do that, then we are walking you through through an automated tutorial um, at that point. It's a do-it-along-with-us do model. Uh, so you're actually, in effect, building your store with one product and one cover image. And that will take you through the entire onboarding experience. So once you key in your uh, name, and, uh, name and address and your uh, uh, telephone number, you will go in to set up 
uh, a product. So all when you go and set up a product, it will, you will just upload an image. You can actually do one, uh, four images per per product. You can then apply different SKUs to it, like size, color, mm -hmm. uh, you know, whichever model that you want to put. Your the description of your product. Uh, so let's let's call it Jake uh, Jay's blue shoes, and uh, a price for it. You can put a list selling price or a list price, both of which you can put. The discount comes into the display automatically if your list price is higher than your selling price. You will it'll show you that you've got a discount available on that. Um, and then you hit next. It will uh, we provide you with a free Shopmatic domain, which is a uh, jayshoes.myshopmatic.com. Right. Uh, that's the that's subdomain. You could choose to buy a domain from GoDaddy, which is with whom we have a partner, whom we partnered with. Right. Or if you have your own domain, you can actually just key that number in and hit connect and everything else sort of automatically happens at the back. Post which you'll get be taken to a payments page. And since you're from Hong Kong, you will have PayPal available for you. You'll have PayPal, you'll have uh, cash on delivery, and you'll have something which we call offline payments, which you can put in your bank account details for a buyer when he's checking out to be able to, to key, you know, do the bank transfer right. or pay you with uh, PayPal or use a credit card or a debit card. So the moment you hit PayPal, I mean, at the back end, all your credentials that you've given us in terms of a name and address and email ID and password uh, is sent back to, pay, to PayPal. Then you're asked to confirm whether you want to set up a PayPal account. The moment you hit that, the account is already set up at the back end. Uh, your verification of the account will happen at a later point in time, but essentially your payment gateway is then set up within two or three minutes. And then you're taken to a shipping page. You can set up your shipping. You just hit a button and the same credentials are transferred to EasyShip, which is an aggregator that we work with in Hong Kong, mm -hmm. who has all the all the players of whether it's DHL or um, FedEx and all the other players within Hong Kong are available on the platform. And then essentially you will be taken and said, okay, do you want to publish your site? And you have a cover image, which you can, you can change. And then your site is ready to get published post, which you could actually, and then you have a 15 day free trial to really build out your store. Nice. You can spend time, uh, you know, figuring it out, customizing it out, but essentially we're taking, walking you through the first steps of setting up a store so that you understand the ease and simplicity of how uh, easy it is for you to do that, actually. So essentially about 65 70% of our customers who sign up go through this happy flow for us, as we call it. And, that's, and that gives people a lot of confidence. In that interim, if you drop off, somebody will reach out to you and say, hey, Jay, do you want some help? And they, you have chat options, co-browsing options to help, you know, help, with, help with building the store up. Right. It sounds uh, super hassle-free, uh, you know, as far as what you just described, uh, you know, uh, over 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 the uh, over the line. Basically, I mean, I, I'm not even looking at it visually, but from from how you described it, it seems very uh, very very easy for someone to just get on get their store online. Um, and all the support that you guys provide is obviously uh, invaluable. Uh, can you talk to us a little bit about, um, uh, you mentioned it before, the social social selling, social media selling, and, and what kind of features you have there? Yeah. So I think, uh, so what we do is uh, when, you, when you get through this process, you can actually, there'll be a drop-down menu for you. And you can actually do selling on multiple channels. Uh, that takes you to a tab which has uh, the marketplaces in your country that is available, whether it be Lazada, Amazon, and eBay. Uh, and then you're able to uh, 
set up if idly if you have you you should have an account with them and so what we do is you, the moment you hit the sell sell on uh, amazon what we do is we we optimize the entire catalog that you have on our platform for amazon we optimize the catalog for ebay because each one of the marketplaces has a different requirement in terms of what is the what are the size of the image what are the different um, categorizations that you need to do we actually automate that at the back end oh. uh, so that you don't have to worry about going to different marketplaces and then relisting your product from from that standpoint right, right. so Essentially, the same catalog that you've created on the Shopmatic platform is used to propagate itself to the other marketplaces uh, on, the, on the grounds that, of course, you should have an account with, with the marketplaces for, and all the commissions that go to those marketplaces is settled between the marketplace and you. But what we provide for is the capability that you don't need to go and do this on multiple, uh, you know, multiple times at multiple marketplaces. One catalog, sell through as many other channels as you want. On the Facebook side, we actually create a Facebook store for you as well. So all, uh, so the moment you go and hit the you know sell on Facebook, it asks you for authenticates your credentials uh, on your Facebook credentials, and then within within the seamless within the next moment, you will find that your store is actually created with all the product catalog that you actually have on the Shopmatic platform is now available for you to. So either sell it or market it on, on Facebook. And wow. if any buyer comes to the Facebook side and hits the buy button, it takes you back to the cart for you to complete the transaction on the site. And and whether you can put in your Twitter handle, you can put in all of the Instagram, Pinterest uh, pieces uh, likewise. That sounds incredible. Uh, basically, literally, it's uh, automatic, shop, shopmatic. Uh, well, that's the genesis with- of the name. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it just it, it, it just makes it sound so easy. Um, quick question on the payments, uh, connecting with the payment processor. You know, I, as someone that's come from PayPal, you probably know um, uh, the, the sort of payments uh, landscape very well. I know that, uh, you know, I, there are some challenges depending on what your business is to to finding a payment processor. And, um, you know, I, I know that let, let's say we, you had to piecemeal um, whatever Shopmatic offers uh, separately on your own. You would basically have to build your own website and then add a, a payment cart uh, a system, um, which might be a separate service they have to pay for. And then you have to connect it to some sort of PayPal or Stripe uh, type processor. So um, and then there's also a verification process because um, PayPal, I know, is is a, is a little bit more stringent. I believe then, uh, well, according to Stripe, PayPal is a little bit more <laughs> stringent with who yeah. they accept. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure it's vice versa the other way. But um, what, 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 um, I guess that, that is, it goes beyond the scope basically of shop matter, I'm assuming, right? So uh, what we do actually is we, uh, I mean, to, to state it simplistically, we actually pre-integrate uh, the payment platform onto our, the payments engine on our platform. So in effect, if you were a, a merchant doing things not with Shopmatic, you would, in effect, have to go to PayPal, get your credentials, API credentials, API key, bring it back onto the platform that you want to use, and and then you know put that back on, on and integrate that from a from that perspective. In our case, what we do is all of that we take care of it for you. you what you need to do as a seller is to have an account with 
with the payment platform. Right. We are able to transfer some of all the information that we have collected to PayPal or uh, in, to PayPal or Citrus in India, which we use. Uh, and we are able to create an account on that front. And then, and then you just follow the process. Of course, you'll need to give in certain informations, but it's all happening as you are actually building it out. It doesn't take you more than five minutes to actually do that. Right. Now, one of the other things that we do, because we have pre-integrated, you actually get a preferential rate from if you were to sign up for PayPal on the Shopmatic platform in Singapore and in India. And then you actually are able to get a better rate uh, than what you would get if you were to go directly to PayPal. So that also gets transferred back to the to the customer who's setting up a store. Got it. Okay. Um, okay. So that sounds pretty uh, straightforward. Um, and so as far as the revenue model goes, it's a, I guess it's a subscription-based uh, model that you guys work off of there? Yes. Yeah, so for the uh, Shopmatic Pro product, it's a subscription based. On the Go, it's actually free for the customer. We just we monetize it with the with the rev share that we get from the payment platforms. Ah, I see. Interesting. Um, yeah. So so um, Anurag, it's very very uh, comprehensive overview, and uh, we appreciate that. I think it's uh, I think it's a very very cool um, you know company you're building there. Obviously. Uh, I would, I, you know, if I was a, a uh, entrepreneur or merchant myself, <laughs> I would love to try your 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 platform. But I'll, I'm I'm definitely going to check it out, and and um, I'm going to have some one of my friends who who's actually setting it up. I'll probably ask them to 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 go through it. What um looking forward, sort of uh you know as far as the company growth and this sort of thing goes, you mentioned you launched in India, and now you're in a couple other. Uh, I think you said did you say Singapore and Hong Kong? Is that right? That's right. What do you? Uh, what are your sort of uh, 2018 uh, goals, expansion plans, uh, this sort of thing that you um, that you might want to share with the audience? Yeah, so we are actually launching in uh, in UAE next month. Oh wow! And, nice. Uh, and we will be launching in Indonesia and Philippines before the end of the year. Uh, I think that's something which uh, we we will be doing this in this calendar year. And that's something that we are looking forward to, essentially after the fact that we've got some established growth numbers in the three markets that we operate. So I think we are ready and primed for our next phase of growth. And in effect, we want to be in uh, 20 different countries in the next 24 months. Got it. Uh, that's pretty pretty uh, exciting. And I think that uh, specifically sort of Southeast Asia is, is, is ripe for... Uh, this sort of um, solution, because I think that there's a lot of uh, innovation and entrepreneurship happening, and uh, there's a lot of SMEs and or just even just small businesses that need this sort of solution. So I think that you're targeting the right areas. UAE sounds exciting as well. I don't, I'm not familiar with that market at all, but there's obviously a, a need for that. Um, I wanted to talk quickly about, uh, you know, I, I read and heard about um, a new entrepreneurship encouragement program in India that you guys are participating in. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about that and. Uh, and uh, and get our audience uh, excited about what you're doing there. So essentially, uh, it's a, it's an inspiring entrepreneurship program, and our price in India is about twenty dollars a month typically. Uh, and we have our packages are tenure based, so everyone gets the same package, but it is uh, different tenure. So for a, your three month tenure, you pay sixty dollars, and for the six and the twelve, you essentially pay six into twenty, but you get extra months free thrown in for that time frame. So. What we've kept is one product, uh, one pricing with one package, irrespective of which, I mean, it's just a tenure that's different. Mm -hmm. In India, for the inspiring entrepreneurship, for just to get the 
the word uh, and moving the engine forward. Last year, we did a similar-ish program. And this year, we're doing it something different. So for $1, you're able to get a three-month plan uh, completely uh, uh, the same package at just $1 for three months. And that is just just taken taken our acceptance and adoption through the roof it's open for two <laughs> months uh, for may and june and uh, we have a similar program uh, uh, in in hong kong as well wherein we are actually doing that uh, for 60 dollars uh, for a for a six-month plan oh wow okay that's, which, that's fantastic and, yeah which would have been uh, 228 otherwise Right, right. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's really um, again, you're you're. It's almost uh, giving back to the the entrepreneurship community because you're helping to encourage people to basically um, get moving with their business and, and just get online, right? So, I think that a lot of a lot of uh, you know a lot of times it's that sort of last mile. I mean, you can sit there and whiteboard out your business plan all you want, but uh, to actually just literally launch you know put ship the product and get it out there whatever it might be i think that's the biggest challenge for a lot of people <laughs> yeah yeah that's i think what we what we want to push out and get people to to get you know onto the platform and start selling absolutely and be successful at that absolutely um so uh Anurag, as we look to wrap up um and, and thanks again for sharing your your uh, your story and your and the awesome things that you guys are, are working on there at shopmatic I, the final couple of questions and i like to ask um, you know, all entrepreneurs, uh, this sort of second to last question, which is, um, you know, for aspiring entrepreneurs or maybe people that are, you know, are in, are in corporate and, and are working at a PayPal or, or a MasterCard or somewhere that want, and they, they've had that entrepreneurial itch that they just, you know, are looking for the right time, the right place, maybe the right opportunity or the, the right problem to solve or challenge to, to take on. Uh, what, what piece of advice would you give them? So, I mean, <laughs> two things. I mean, it's been obviously at the back of my mind a lot of these times in the last couple of years. But essentially, I think there's never a right time. I mean, if we'll always wait for the right time, and there'll never be a right time because something or the other will will happen in your life and you'll say, oh, okay, maybe let this pass and I will then think about it. Then it's too late and it's gone. And then, and then you really don't, you're back to square one thinking about that. So if you believe in something and you first and foremost, I think the belief in your own self, and the confidence that you have in your own self that, yes, whatever it is, I'll be able to see it through and I'll make it happen. And I believe and I have faith and I have courage in being able to make that happen. I think there is never going to be a right time. And I think that is the number one underlying underlying piece that I would, I would certainly, certainly mandate. So right. for anyone who is out there thinking about it, if you have a, you know, a reasonably decent idea, have faith in yourself and just go for it. I think that's what I would, I would recommend to anyone. Yes. With, in large corporates, you always worry about when's my next paycheck going to come from. But <laughs> there's that question. If that's the question in most people's minds, then then that's where people will stay. That's right. Right. Without yeah. So I think uh, that is one one big factor. The second piece is grit and persistence and mm. the belief that whatever comes by your way will also pass. This too shall pass. Right. So you will. I mean, no matter which way and the best laid plans. You will get the curveballs, and you will get curveballs like you've never had any right. coming in, coming from you from all sides. And I would say the only one thing that I would say, and this may be a little off uh, from what normal advice is, that <laughs> there is a courage in numbers that if you have a partner or a couple of other partners, do it together. Right. Because you will never have a day wherein every single day that you are going to be on top of the world, you will feel down, you will feel depressed, you will feel dejected, you will say, what the hell did I do? And you will need your business partners to say, 
to somebody to come in and step in saying, okay, we'll figure this out and we'll take this forward. And then and the final thing I would say is if you don't have a supporting family, then it's never going to work. Right. Yeah. So I think to me, those are the three big things. I mean, ideas, money, all of that stuff are for anyone who's worked in corporate life should not be such a big issue if you really, if people really put their mind to it. Yeah, that's that. that those are awesome uh, pieces of advice, Anurag. And um, <laughs> you, you kind of tr- just uh, left uh, us with a cliffhanger because I think the last one, you know, I think that is actually a large uh, problem for, especially for uh, people from Asian backgrounds, or and I'm sure Indian as well. Um, you know, entrepreneurship is is still not mainstream, and uh, there's still this sort of uh, s- sort of uh, parental stigma that you know your kid should go into. <laughs> A safe job and earn a nice paycheck, you know. So, um, I, I think that that that's definitely uh, very very important and sound advice. Um, Anurag, thanks so much for your time and for sharing your journey. And um, where where is the uh, best place that people can find you or follow you or maybe learn a little bit more about Shopmatic if they're looking to maybe uh, set up a shop? So, I think if, I mean we do have a Facebook page. I mean, you know, that's it's search for Shopmatic on Facebook and it'll show up. Uh, but we actually do have a, a community blog, uh, which is available on our site. And oh, that great. gives people a lot of, uh, you know, articles and stuff about when, how do you become an entrepreneur and how do you start and where do you go? And, and all the things that are not necessarily even connected to Shopmatic is something that you'll find there and can follow and, and learn about, about the online space as well. And, and or give us a call. I'm just from our website, just pick up the numbers depending on where you are. Give us a call and our consultants will be very delighted to help you. Fantastic. Well, thanks again, uh, Anurag, and we're definitely excited to, to track your progress and we're looking forward to seeing uh, seeing how you guys uh, keep expanding and taking over the world with uh, Shopmatic. So best of luck. Thanks, Jay. Thanks, thanks a ton. Thanks a ton All for right. your time. Take care. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. All the show notes and links can be found over at jkimshow.com. Come back often and make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. Don't forget to join us next week for another exciting episode of The J. Kim Show. I'd love to hear your comments. You can find me on Twitter at jkimmer, J-A-Y-K-I-M-M-E-R. See you guys next week. This podcast is brought to you by Hack Your Fitness, the high achiever's guide to getting ripped in under three hours a week. If you're anything like me, you're probably working a full-time job or jobs and trying to find time to balance family life, social life, and last but not least, fitness. Look, I get it. I'm a full-time investor and entrepreneur myself and father of two. So how am I able to stay fit year-round without spending hours and hours in the gym killing myself on the cardio machine? After struggling for the last 15 years trying every workout and diet under the sun, I finally designed a system that allows me to achieve and maintain single-digit body fat for life in under 3 hours a week. Cardio not required. Head on over to hackyour.fitness and download my free 13-page guide that teaches you the simple science behind efficient fitness and smart nutrition and gives you everything you need to know to finally take control of your life. That's hackyour.fitness.